Am I on? We're good. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Squid Dad from Twitter. I'm joined today by Alex Hancock, noted Kanye enthusiast, noted purveyor of Kardashian news, an expert, if you will. And today we're going to talk about Chasing Cameron, which is a reality TV program. It's a Netflix exclusive based on the life of famous Vine star, global icon, Cameron Dallas. And if you don't know who Cameron Dallas is, I'm guessing you're living under a rock and you haven't seen films like Expelled. So you probably don't have like on demand to get all these blockbuster films. Have you ever seen The Outfield starring Cameron Dallas? Because that was a hit. Are you telling me you don't know who Cameron Dallas is? You've never seen the deleted scenes from Neighbors 2 Sorority Rising because he was in that and his scenes didn't make the final cut. Have you never seen the canceled NBC thriller American Odyssey? That's a modern take on Homer's The Odyssey because no one's ever done that before they did it. So, oh, Brother Warth, thou definitely wasn't the same thing. Anyway, Cameron Dallas is a Vine star. I'm guessing he's from Dallas, Texas, or from Cameron Indoor Stadium, which is the home of the Duke Blue Devils, because he looks like he plays point guard for the Blue Duke Blue Devils. He's also a model. Uh, I guess he makes music, <laughs> because fuck it, why not? <laughs> Netflix gave him Netflix gave him his own reality show, which is a very loose way of wording what the show actually is, because there's no way that the show is real. Anyway, welcome, Alex. <laughs> hey, yeah, thank you, um, thank you for having me. I think it's important um, not to, you know, confuse Cameron Dallas with other Vine stars like you know Cameron Houston, um, Cameron Austin, Cameron Las Vegas. <laughs> there's a lot of I mean my favorite personally is Cameron Baghdad he's, <laughs> he's, he's classic but yeah the the first episode of the show is what we're going to be talking about um, I'm not sure how many episodes there are because I got through the first episode and I threw my remote at my TV and broke it I hated every minute of this experience and what did you think about it did you enjoy yourself uh yeah i mean there there are eight episodes um <laughs> which seems like a lot they probably could have gone with four or they, none they could have gone with one <laughs> yeah maybe like yeah, none been. yeah um i i don't know i mean i i admittedly 23 um not the market probably for a show about some kid who got famous from instagram and vine and uh all these other things i think it's probably definitely more of a show that's geared towards a more you know preteen audience um but i mean like the kid is i guess like you can kind of find anything to be like relatable or, or um yeah i mean i don't he, know he, he's something his <laughs> his vines i've seen them before i've i've known about him for way too long I think the first time I saw him, I immediately hated him. His face, just something about—I don't—I don't know what it is. He bothers me. Um, he, 
he just makes like his vine brand is basically just making like silly faces and like pranking his sister yeah i mean that's like, exactly what it, what it is it's just like he's just like he's one of those dudes who like posts tweets that are like oh queen you're so beautiful today or like you know what i mean like he's just like one of those like corny people who got rich from being corny which i guess good for him yeah i kind of idolize him in a way yeah he at one point it was like not to skip ahead but he he was in europe and it was showing like the tweets that he was doing while he was in europe and it like brought up a tweet that was like Oh man, what was it? Oh, it was like uh, my attention spans way too short, and then like a cry emoji, and it had like fourteen thousand retweets, two million favorites. Like, why are you in Europe just tweeting that? Like, there's so much to see, so much to do, and you're just like <laughs> tweeting this generic shit that you tweet every single day. I don't get it. Well, and it's like you know the the end goal for anyone who is trying to make a brand of themselves on the internet or is trying to monetize their own, you know, digital body or whatever. Like the end goal is always to be like, you could tweet, Oh, good morning. And you end up with like 35,000 retweets. You know what I mean? So he's like, he's definitely cornered that market. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's second pretty much to, Justin Bieber doesn't do it anymore, but Justin Bieber used to have tweets that would just be like smiley face and it would get like blown up. Anyway, back to the television show. Uh, the first episode begins with a bunch of teens screaming outside of a hotel for, I guess, Cameron Dallas. You hear Cameron Dallas doing a voiceover talking about how he went to Fashion Week and shut down Milan in 2015. The camera shows a bunch of people standing in the street screaming, and the show shows Cameron Dallas saying, like, my fans are so wild for this. And he goes out on his hotel balcony and throws up a peace sign. And the camera, it never shows anyone looking at him or, like, in his direction even. So I think that scene was completely manufactured to make it look like he has that many fans. But I really, I don't think he does. I don't think any of them, any of those people were there for him. Do you think so? I mean, who's who's to say? We could, I mean, yeah. you know, like this could be the info wars of Cameron Dallas content. I mean, there's no, you know, Netflix is just giving us what they think is the truth, and you know, not to go full Alex Jones, but like, who knows? Like, you don't know. He could have photoshopped all that. I think it was 100% fake news. I think. It was completely manufactured. I think they want to make Cameron Dallas look so much cooler than he is because he, like, I mean, no shots at Cameron Dallas, but he's he's nothing. He's just some guy. And, like, for them to make it look like, I don't know, he does have a bunch of fans. I'm not going to deny that. But for them to make it look like all these people in Milan during fashion week are worried about Cameron Dallas seems insane to me because these people are just like in the streets yelling because I mean, it's fashion week, whatever, you know, there's all the fashion going on. I don't know what happens at fashion week, but I think that these people were screaming for something else. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what goes on at fashion week either. Um, I wish they would have, you know, sort of a more descriptive name of what 
goes on during the week. Um, but you know, you can't do anything about that. Um, but yeah, yeah you I need mean, to rebrand Fashion Week. <laughs> well, let's make it. Yeah, let's Tell make me exactly what's going on. You know, I don't know. Fashion is so broad. You could just be like, what? What? You just you just stand in the street and get your picture taken? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, I think I'm gonna start a Lancaster Fashion Week. <laughs> Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh, was or, yeah, Pennsylvania. That's a state. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lancaster, PA. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, part of the podcast. Lancaster, PA, is actually the last remaining socialist utopian town. Yeah, I read you saying that the other day. That's very interesting, and that's exactly why I moved here, and not for any other reason. Right, and I think you know Cameron Dallas, who himself is a professed socialist, would love Lancaster. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to invite him here. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> flash forward to the modern day, which is... 2016 when the show came out because mm. it was 2015 when he was in Milan Fashion Week. Anyway, the show came out 2016, one year after Fashion Week. Cameron Dallas is going on a European tour. He has an assistant who's just sitting on her phone like, yeah, your stuff's in the bag that you packed. And he's spraying hairspray into a travel bottle like, I don't think this works. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean that that like genuinely that is insane. like it's one of those moments where you're like this kid is by all standards either incredibly lucky or very smart at branding himself online but he is just like a dumbass when it comes to normal people things like not knowing that hairspray is entirely compressed and will not work if you put it in the air into a bottle <laughs> <laughs> it's just nuts he he also says to his assistant that he has for some reason, he says, can you find a way to put the face lotion into one of these? As if there's like any other way to put lotion into something other than like getting it out of the bottle and then putting it into the other bottle. Like what does right. he think lotion is? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like, you know, lotion could do, you know, let's give him credit. Lotion could do a better job of putting instructions on the bottle of how to use it. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes I, I don't know if I'm supposed to eat it. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Well, which side do you squeeze? You know, there's two yeah. sides. Why is there not just one side? There should, yeah, that's, they need to, big lotion, get on this. Oh, yeah, I agree. Tell us what to do with the lotion. I don't know. Who knows? That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so uh, he's like talking about how this is his first time with an assistant and he doesn't know like what to tell her to do or whatever because uh, he doesn't, I don't understand why he has an assistant. I, I don't get what he does, like what, what why, what is, what is that? Anyway, <laughs> he's talking about how he got on Instagram and started branding himself as a model which I think it, that means to me that he is not a model and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to make an Instagram and just say I'm a model because he was not like, I'm not the one to be the judge here, but he was like, when he was younger, he's a pretty hot guy now, but he was ugly as shit when he was a younger kid and he was just taking like a bunch of emo hoodie pics 
and like just saying he was a model so you really can do whatever you want online it doesn't matter yeah i mean i think the most important lesson to be learned from this tv show if there is one is that you know just speak things into existence like you too can go from being 14 years old and listening to mayday parade and posting pictures on myspace to having millions of dollars yeah and it, it's sad because like i was a 14 year old listening to like whatever newfound glory and i don't have a million dollars and i wish i did i just didn't as a teen i didn't brand myself like i should have i should have been hacked into the matrix all day every day just branding myself like building my brand and i just didn't i didn't know the value so and the you know the go ahead the weird thing is that his sister makes a point to be like yeah he was keeping like spreadsheets of data and it's like what was he even quantifying like he was he would post a how selfie. many <laughs> he would post a selfie and then he would get a bunch of likes on it but like what data what do you get from that like if i take a picture with my shirt off i get this many likes like is that what it is yeah, like how many retweets do you get on a video where you just burp and then make like a funny face and then bite your lip? Right. Like that 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 had to just blow his whole analytics whatever charts and graphs and such which are math things. That had to blow those just out of the water every time he posted a burp silly face and lip bite video oh yeah absolutely and i mean i you know i personally started watching this show to get some critical analysis in 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 an in, in insight into how to brand yourself and i was really disappointed that she just didn't extrapolate on that you know like should what should i be doing more crunches like you know am i gonna post oh, is it nipples up do you have to include some belly button like i don't know there's no way to know now yeah and that was her responsibility yeah uh before yeah before i i continue on what happens in this show i just want to note that cameron dallas and his sister they totally bang they absolutely <laughs> bang all the time <laughs> they, <laughs> they they do that's a fact so that i i'm not it's not gross because that i'm saying it it's gross that it happens but i'm just saying a statement of fact so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I'd like to be the first to say that I, I'm going to take a bold stance here and just say that I don't support incest. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not okay that it happens, but I'm just, I'm saying, I'm calling it how I see it. And that those two, they're fucking, and it's call the police. Like, I, I'm not the one who needs to prevent this from happening. I mean, I'd like for it to not, and I try in my daily life to tell people not to fuck their sister, but sometimes it happens. It, <laughs> I can't be, I can't be there physically removing them from one another. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, am I right? <laughs> so <laughs> a week after his first meetup, so these he he talks about how he has these meetups and he had his first one and there's way more people than he expected and he's like man i need some security for these there's way too many people anyway a week after his first meetup 
he got contacted by some guy named Bart, who runs MagCon, and the screen goes and it it Google's for you what is MagCon, M A G C O N, and it's a meet and greet convention, is what it stands for, and it's evidently a bunch of loud techno music and performances by Vine artists, which is just like all these Vine people running on a stage and literally just jumping and snapchatting it and these like young white women are just screaming like they've never seen anything like this they they seem to think that they're seeing like not that the beatles are anything to scream for because fuck the beatles but they seem to think that they're seeing the beatles well yeah i mean so strange you know nothing sounds like a, a better time to me than extremely loud techno music and vine people performing yeah and the thing is they don't even take their shirts off so what's the point like come on nash greer take that shirt off i want to see those pepperoni nips <laughs> you know, i know he has the, them right i mean i think that you know if i pay x amount of money i want to see some nipples <laughs> and i want to see some oil you know what i mean yeah i want to see them on stage no shirts oiling each other up that's what i want to see except for this guy who's on the MagCon tour his name is aaron carpenter he is so, like he's not the ugliest kid on earth but he's so much uglier than the rest of the kids and i guess somehow he's responsible for MagCon existing because this dude Bart saw Aaron Carpenter had had a meetup, and he was like, "Damn, like I gotta make some money off of these idiots." And uh, he got together with this dude Taylor Kniff, who seems like he's the worst person on earth. Nash Greer, who is a hideous homophobe. These two dudes named Jack and Jack. Uh, Sean Mendez, who I think is a famous musician now. And there's like a guy named like Plurb. I don't know what he's, his name is, but he's <laughs> like, hey, babe, what's up? Like, who likes chicken nuggets? And like, that's like, to me, him saying that, it reminds me of like being in middle school, like what I thought was funny when I was in middle school. And it's yeah, so upsetting. Was, yeah, that was actually Carter Dallas. That's Cameron's brother. Oh, really? Yeah, not a lot of people know that. <laughs> <laughs> no one in the show really even mentioned it, but I know that. Yeah. Research. Oh, yeah. Wow. I didn't know he had a brother. I just thought he had the one sister that he fucks and then his mom. So, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you thought I wouldn't come to the podcast prepared, but I did. Yeah, I didn't do enough research on Cameron Dallas. I thought I knew everything about him just by seeing his numerous vines. Yeah, so I mean the thing about Bart <laughs> is that at some point Bart had to be like, you know how I can make some money off the back of sec- you know, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds. And to me that seems like an exploitation of child labor. I don't I'm not familiar with the law, but I think we could get Bart arrested. Yeah, and I would love to get Bart arrested because his name, for one, is Bart. Two, something about his whole demeanor is really, it's just very 
you, I mean, as you said, he's definitely like exploiting these children for their labor. And like, he seems to like, he gets off to doing that. Like, he's just like, yeah, I really care about Cameron Dallas. Like he's like a son to me. And I'm pretty sure Cameron Dallas is like 22 at this point. I don't know how old he is. He seems way older than he is probably, but like, it seems like he, he wants to fuck Cameron Dallas. Like I, I think he wants, I think he's fucking those kids is what I'm trying to say here. There's a lot of weird stuff going on on the show. And I don't know. I'm really, it's a lot of illegal nonsense. I'm not going to get into it, but I am going to call 911 as soon as this podcast ends. I mean, yeah, how do how do we even know that, you know, MagCon is even legal? There's no one in the show makes mention of whether it's legal or not. They just maybe they just found they went to you know, the Red Roof Inn. They found a conference room and they were just like, "Hey, everyone come here. We don't we don't know that they had a license to meet." Yeah, did they even rent those rooms out? Like are they paying for these venues um because there is later on in 2000 well this is not later on this is earlier on in 2014 the original magcon with taylor kniff plur burb nash greer jill and john and sean megas they broke up because magcon bart especially was not paying their talent and cameron dallas was like wow f- fuck you bart so yeah so magcon clearly was doing some shady shit and it seems like now cameron dallas is just like all right whatever i don't care anymore like i don't i know i'm not going to be able to get money anywhere and i know this guy taylor kniff is gonna like crash one of his sports cars because he's a fucking idiot so i think that he was just like all right fuck it we got to bring magcon back like my life has gone to shit so let's do it again, boys, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, not to deviate from the plot of the show, but I guess it wouldn't be deviating at all. Can we, we, can we talk about um, Kenneth Kniff or whatever his name is? <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, they, they present this kid. I think his name is Taylor. Yes, um, and, and one common theme I'm noticing through everyone that they interview, you have Cameron Dallas, you have um, Aaron Carter, um, <laughs> you have Taylor Kniff. Um, and the one thing I'm noticing is that they all came from, you know, divorced parents, divorced households. And so I'm thinking to myself watching this, like, yeah, my parents got divorced. I was like, yeah, I really missed my window to become vine famous because this taylor kid is also from indiana and i'm thinking you know maybe he sabotaged me um i don't know how because i never you know attempted to become a vine star but (laughs) maybe you know maybe he did something you know maybe he broke a phone you never know but so this kid has this huge mansion in the hills of la he has two range rovers which is extremely excessive um, he has what was it a Lamborghini or was it a Ferrari? I think it was a Lamborghini. Yeah. And then one other car that kind of seemed misplaced. But it's like 
did this kid really make this much money off of just going to one convention? Yeah, I'm very confused. He ha- there's no there's no fucking way that these people are making this money off of vines. It's just not happening. Unless they're getting like film deals and they're clearly not because I referenced uh Cameron Dallas's IMDb page earlier and it's nothing to like write home about. And Taylor Kniff is way less known than him and I'm pretty sure that dude's never been in a movie. But yeah, to talk more about Taylor Kniff, he like I don't know, man, he's the worst. So <laughs> let me bring back the plot of the show and I'll get into more about Taylor. Yeah. So Cameron Dallas loses his phone and he freaks the fuck out. He's like tearing apart his apartment trying to find his phone like lifting up the bed and stuff. And then he like goes into a cabinet and just happens to open a box of frosted flakes. Like he was looking for his phone in there and he just finds it. And that's like, how are you just going to go to the box of frosted flakes and just expect your phone to be in there? Like, how did he know? Yeah. You know, and for context, I guess this is mere seconds after you see him, um, try to spray, hairspray into a container uh, and you're this just show like is rapid fire this show so much happens so fast and it's insane. yeah i mean we're like five you don't even five minutes into the episode right now <laughs> right they don't even give you enough time to process the fact that he has a huge rocking chair covered in fur <laughs> yeah so he he finds that and uh I don't know how, but all these, all of his uh, boys are over at his apartment, and somehow or another, I got a FaceTime uh, Taylor Cameron Dallas's, and he's like, "It's weird to me that these kids are FaceTiming each other because I don't. That's not me at all. Like I hate FaceTiming. I don't understand why anyone needs to do that. Like when." calling their friends like why do you got to see what your friend looks like when you're talking to them so he he's like yeah i'm gonna call taylor and he's like you never know what taylor is gonna say and he calls taylor and taylor's like yo gee last night was one for the books (laughs) yeah and who's book you know he never says what book are we talking about here is the bible (laughs) it absolutely was not the bible if it was then fuck the bible because that that's the worst book whatever book that last night and taylor kniff's life was fuck that book so it goes to like a compilation of taylor kniff's like snapchats his vines and whatever and it's just him like screaming like running red lights and he's like at one point, why are you so lit on Snapchat? Life, ho. <laughs> he reminds me of the Gratata guy, but like kind of like oh a less God. shitty looking version of him. Like only slightly. Yeah, no. And this kid, he's not like, he's not attractive. He's, he's ugly. Like he's not a good looking guy. No. He's skinny. He has like a strange accent. And... He's he describes himself as a bad boy and he's always wanted to have sports cars 
like I don't get his whole thing. He's from Indiana, but he acts like he's like a teenager, like raised in New York City or something. Like I have no idea who he thinks he is. Well, and like you know, owning owning sports cars, like what a pragmatic goal. Like as a kid, other kids are like, I would love to become an astronaut, or I would like to be president. And Taylor Kniff was just like, I would like to own a sports car. Like that yeah. just shows lack of imagination, if anything. Yeah, like there's no ambition there. Just yeah, I want a sports car. Fuck it, whatever. I don't care. I just want to make these shitty ass videos on Snapchat and yell a whole bunch because that's what he does. So, uh, MagCon broke up in 2014, as I said, because they weren't paying their talent. Yada yada yada. I'm gonna skip ahead. Cameron had a vision that was to bring back the exact thing that already existed previously, and there's uh, th- they bring it back, and it's with like a different dudes and there's a guy on this new cast that's uh, his name is Cardle, Carter Carter Reynolds and that is the fakest name I've ever heard in my life like these dudes are just making up these names one dude's name is yeah, just absolutely. like plebe or some shit I don't know their names but I hate them and people didn't like the new MagCon they Missed the old MagCon. Uh, they missed Nash Greer for whatever reason. They have prayer circles before every MagCon now. And Cameron Dallas is upset that no one likes the new MagCon because he cares a lot about his fans. So he was crying, like, physically, like, damn, like, I just wanted to bring my fans, like, the shit that they love, that real MagCon shit, and they're not feeling me. And about the prayer circles, it's kind of weird to me because it's like, oh, like, God, like, we ask you for a good MagCon. And it's like, I don't think God is okay with these grown men flaunting their bodies and their weird dicks in front of all these teenage girls. Well, that I mean, you know, having read the Bible, um, I think you could very easily say, you know, when Jesus was like, eat my body. I think you could very easily, you know, compare that to Cameron Dallas flaunting his body. Yeah, and, like, they don't take their shirts off or anything because they know they'll get lawsuits, I'm sure. So, like, it's so weird. I don't think any god wants this this MagCon to exist. I mean... I'm not very religious, but if you are, like, your God, I know you know that your God is not okay with this. This can't, this can't happen under any circumstance. The, the, they jump around on stage, and these girls just fucking scream. Like, it's, it's hell. It's what hell is. Yeah, I mean, if you are religious, please feel free to, you know, comment below you know, with a detailed explanation of whether or not God would support MagCon. Yeah, I need everyone to write back. Tell me, explain to me why your God would be okay with this. I need need your feedback. 
So the episode's almost over now, but they took MagCon to Europe, and I was thinking at first, like, okay, no one in Europe's gonna like this bullshit. Like, this is just an America thing. Like, everyone in America likes this because we're just, like, a very stupid, easily entertained country. Our teenagers are especially stupid. But these teenage girls are just, like, pumped in Europe. They're astounded by the fact that these kids can just do this thing where they jump on stage and scream for hours and not get tired. And, like, it's like, have you never been to any event, like, any music event whatsoever where people are actually, like, doing things other than just jumping and, like, holding their phone? Like, they're just blown away by that. Well, wait, I mean, like, yeah, wait till they find out about competitive cheerleading. Yeah, wait till they find out about One Direction. Oh, yeah. well, they don't exist anymore, I don't think, but... uh Like, also, you know... One Direction was from Europe, so they probably did know, but in this yeah, case, yeah, we'll yeah. just say they didn't. <laughs> yeah, F- fucking get with some real shit, like, One Direction. Zayn Malik, baby, like, get on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh... Taylor Kniff, the worst human on earth, is mad because he hasn't gotten his and he needs money to go spend on probably cocaine. And he, he's like, apparently yells at an, at an assistant and gets her to basically say that she's going to quit her job. And, and it goes to like a talking head interview and he's like, if you're not paying your talent and like you're all you care about is your tour staff, like what is the tour staff without the talent? And that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say. Like you're not talented. You just scream and Snapchat yourself doing it. Yeah. I mean, and to provide a little bit of context for um, Taylor Kniff that was given in the show. Um, he was raised by his grandparents Um but like all terrible children hasn't been back to see them in years. Um, And we find that out in this episode, his grandparents see him and they're like, Oh my God, we haven't seen you in years. And so, yeah. And he like, he's snarky about it too. He's like, Oh yeah. Like I'm just flying to LA every day, flown around the world four times. Like fuck you, grandma. That's basically what he says. Yeah, no, he he says that is actually what he says. That's right. You're right. (laughs) Well, and then you so you fast forward to Europe and he he himself, who, you know, I'm hesitant to say is not talented for anything because, you know, I think branding yourself as a talent, etc. But in terms of the scale of being, you know, talented, he's on, you know, he's a Kinsey one. Um and you have this person and you have this assistant who just going based on what we've learned from Bart um, probably isn't even getting paid herself. Um, and you, you're going to yell at her because you didn't get a per diem. So you could go buy, you know, more layered tees from ASOS and like <laughs> buy some razors to cut some more slits into your jeans. Like, <laughs> To me, it was astounding to see someone truly, truly believe that they were like, if you have no talent, then none of this happens. He's like, oh, oh you care about your staff? Could never be me. 
it's just like, you know, who do you think makes it so that you can jump around on stage in front of these people? Because this does not exist outside of 2016. Most times you have to actually be doing something on stage other than Snapchatting. Yeah, and I'm not knocking the hustle of Vine Stars whatsoever because I'd love to be a Vine Star myself. I'd love to go on MagCon. I mean, um, I, I've said some very bad things about the MagCon community, the fans, and the the management, the staff, the talent, etc. But like, I'm just saying that out of jealousy. And MagCon, if you're listening... Get me on there. I have. I can go out on the stage. I can jump around. Not not as long as these kids, but I can jump around. I can hold my phone. That's for sure. So, hit me up. Yeah, I want to hear I mean, from you. You know, you you have to wonder how much these kids do work out um, to be able to jump around that much, but also to be able to hold their phone like that. You know, that's that's triggering a lot of. Uh, shoulder muscles that's got some traps in there um you know, so you, their grip old. has to be incredible yeah. they have to have the strongest fingers you got to use those little uh, hand things that you squeeze i'm thinking you classi- yeah i'm thinking you could classify them as athletes almost yeah i think that they should be paid more than any mlb player i think that's fair at least mlb yeah I think that these kids have similar brain structures as NFL players who are affected by severe CTE. So I I feel like I could say that they they deserve the same pay as NFL players. I I could I follow that completely, yeah. So back to Taylor Kniff freaking the fuck out about his per diem. Our manager comes and is freaking out because I guess the assistant was his or something. And he's like, yo, fuck you, Taylor Kniff. He basically calls Taylor Kniff a spoiled little bitch. And the episode ends there. So that is episode one of uh, Chasing Cameron. And it, it doesn't seem like they're really chasing him. It seems like he's pretty much in agreement with the show being made and just with him, they're just following him at a normal speed. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it's more like, you know, following leisurely behind Cameron. Um, I think it would probably be a more interesting show if they had just created, you know, some of these voyeuristic camera angles and had just filmed him without his consent and without paying him and put it on Netflix. I mean, but I think the problem there is that they'd have way too many scenes of him fucking his sister. So (laughs) that's true. I mean, we've never had, but it could be progressive for Netflix. You know, they've never, um, you know, I've watched every Netflix show and there's never been sex in any of them. Um, Yeah. So I think it would be very progressive for them, especially incest. Yeah, definitely. I think that this show would be better if it was like a competition reality show. Like you said, very voyeuristic shots and without his permission. And he and all the other MagCon kids are like racing to 
something kind of like the amazing race like they're they have a goal like a final goal that they're trying to get to which i guess it would just be like freedom from the hellscape that is their phone and they are just being chased by these like cameras and these teenage girls i think that would be so much better and like they're chasing like a a career like a fulfilling career that doesn't require them to like sell their soul you know that'd be so much better yeah i mean i was i was surprised to find out that this was not an an episode of black mirror um yeah i thought it was like 20 minutes through i found out that it was chasing cameron yeah i mean i kept waiting for you know taylor kniff to kill someone um and you know it would it would certainly spice the show up I think, you know, I was thinking about this idea for a brand new reality TV show. And, um, if, you know, you, you, you take a house and you put a bunch of people in it. Um, and then you, you just have the cameras on 24 hours a day. Um, you know, it's sort of like, yeah, you could even call it big brother. Yeah. Wow. I, I think that there should be a show where, these people, they go and they try to like win the love of someone, like male or female. If it's a male, you can call the season The Bachelor. And if it's a woman, you can call the season The Bachelorette. And I think you should just take like all the Vine stars, like Cameron Dallas, Nash Greer, all of them, and put them on this show. And the final, like the, the woman that they're trying to win the love of is Cameron Dallas's sister. Yeah, just keep it coming full circle, you know. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Alex. Um, probably going to end it here so we can both enjoy our nights and not talk about Cameron Dallas anymore. Uh, you can follow Alex on Twitter at Hancock with an X. Can you spell it out? Uh, yeah, H-A-N-C-X-C-K. There you go, fellas and ladies as well. Um, do you, anything else you want to promote? No, I mean, you know, um, I just want to leave them with a question. Um, you know, if you get to this point of the episode, I want you to not watch another episode of Shinkan, um, if you have already. I want you to what the final seven episodes look like and then send me a tweet with what happens to Cameron. Does he die? Does he fall in love? Uh, does, does he just burn down MagCon? Does he kill Bart? Um, so that's your homework. All right, everyone. I'll miss you and I'll talk to you all next time. I love you. Good night.